Acts 20, verses 22 to 35. And this is Paul speaking. And now, compelled by the Spirit, I am going to Jerusalem, not knowing what will happen to me there. I only know that in every city the Holy Spirit warns me that prison and hardships are facing me. However, I consider my life worth nothing to me, if only I may finish the race and complete the task the Lord Jesus has given me, the task of testifying to the gospel of God's grace. Now I know that none of you, among whom I have gone about preaching the kingdom, will ever see me again. Therefore I declare to you today that I am innocent of the blood of all men, for I have not hesitated to proclaim to you the whole will of God. Keep watch over yourselves and all the flock of which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers, Be shepherds of the church of God, which he bought with his own blood. I know that after I leave, savage wolves will come in among you and will not spare the flock. Even from your own number, men will arise and distort the truth in order to draw away disciples after them. So be on your guard. Remember that for three years I never stopped warning each of you, night and day, with tears. Now I commit you to God and to the word of his grace, which can build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. I have not coveted anyone's silver or gold or clothing. You yourselves know that these hands of mine have supplied my own needs and the needs of my companions. In everything I did, I showed you that by this kind of hard work, we must help the weak. Remembering the words the Lord Jesus himself said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Let me pray with you uh, as we open up uh, the Bible together. Father, uh, we uh, come like little sheep uh, needing your feed, needing your care. Uh, needing your protection. Uh, So, Lord, would you please gather us up in your arms, even through this word, uh, and as we, by faith, uh, look to you, Father, we want to be your sheep, and we look to you as our great shepherd. In Jesus' name, amen. We are in the midst of a sermon series uh, about the church the most powerful force on earth. Uh, Today we're going to be talking about the church as God's mob of sheep. Do you know of all the images of the church, whether it be the bride of Christ or the temple or the army of God, perhaps one of the most ancient and oldest ones of all is the idea that God's people are his sheep. So... Early, early on, uh, it says that God takes his people as his own sheep. It's been part of my um, personal testimony that 
Um, because I, before I was a pastor, I was a sheep and wheat farmer and still live on um, a sheep and wheat property. Many of you have visited me there. It was um, powerfully impressed on, on my heart and mind uh, when the Lord was calling me to be a pastor here that he was calling me from taking care of sheep with wool to taking care of sheep without wool. <laughs> and uh, it says in Psalm 28, uh, 78, and one of you actually in this building spoke this word um, about 15 years ago, or, and it's from Psalm 78, and, it's, uh, and it spoke to me. He chose David his servant and took him from the sheepfolds and from tending the sheep and him brought him to be a shepherd of his people. And so I, I feel actually the weight and the gravity of that because there's numbers of you that have had something to do with raising sheep and you'll know that in actual fact it's not as easy as you think. Um, you can easily, if you just drop the ball with the sheep in terms of their nutrition or their water or their management or their disease, you can, I, I've seen it where someone has lost um, like a huge proportion of their lambs just because they had no idea what they were doing they just, and, and they died, they perished because they just did not understand. And so um, this is a, the sheep of God um, are a huge responsibility and an ancient image that God uses to describe his people. So I want to speak about three things. Number one, knowing ourselves as sheep. Number two, knowing God as shepherd. And number three, uh, knowing where the gate is. And so the first one is knowing ourselves as sheep. Listen to what it says in Psalm 78, and it's talking about when a nation was born, just the nation of Israel was born, and when God led the nation of Israel out of slavery and into freedom, this is what it says. But he brought his people out like a flock, and he led them like sheep, through the wilderness. So right from ancient, ancient times, God is imagining his people as a flock, as sheep, and him as the great shepherd. What we know from, from, from that is, number one, God's people are owned. <laughs> we are owned by him. Just like a shepherd owns his sheep and takes great pleasure in them and loves them, God owns his his sheep. And if you are one of his sheep, you are, you are owned by him and deeply loved by him. He cares for you. It says in Psalm 78, that 79, it says, Then we, your people, are the sheep of your pasture, and we will praise you forever. So to be owned by God is to have God as, as our shepherd and to have God as the one that we delight to be owned by. We're the people of your pasture. We are yours, O oh God. And there's great joy in that. 
Not only are we owned, but we are lost and helpless. God's sheep. Listen to what it says in Jeremiah 50, for example. My people have been lost sheep. Their shepherds have led them astray and have caused them to roam on the mountains. And so sheep are many times lost and they are very, very helpless. I took some photos from my own place. Um, So here's a photo uh, of some sheep. But this is what I want you to notice about these sheep. I want you to notice just how helpless they are. They are totally helpless. They cannot provide food for themselves. They cannot um, provide water for themselves. They cannot find another paddock or anything. for them. They are helpless and they need care. And when God says, I um, am considering my people as sheep, he considers us, and I know this will hurt your feelings, but he considers us helpless and many times lost. There's always a danger, you know, when um, I put up photos from my farm that someone will come up to me and say, oh, you sheep look very dry or whatever. Can I say that's not the point? The point is, the point is that not my farm and not these sheep in particular. The point is that we are God's sheep and we are lost and we're helpless and we need God's care. Unless we are provided for by God, um, then we are, we're struggling. We need a provision from God. But when he provides for us, we, we are the ones that are made strong. We are the ones that are, our needs are met in him. We're lost and helpless but he is the shepherd. Not only are we lost and helpless, but we're vulnerable. It says in Jeremiah 17, Israel is a scattered flock. Lions have, that lions have chased away. First to devour them was the king of Syria. The last to crush their bones was Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon. And so God is envisaging his people as sheep, but that... Other nations like lions or wolves will come and crush them and gobble them up and just totally destroy them. Do you know sheep are very, very vulnerable? They have not got sharp teeth and they've not got great claws. They are extremely vulnerable. They are defenceless. And when God says that we are sheep, he's saying that we're vulnerable. If you know, if you've ever had anything to do with sheep and that they've they, be, they get sick, they get struck by flies or they get um, some disease or whatever. They are totally helpless to do anything themselves for themselves. They need a shepherd to come and, and, and meet them in their, in their need. And so it is with us. We are vulnerable. We are vulnerable to forces of darkness that are extremely dangerous and that can kill us. But he's saying... You, you are sheep and that we, we are people that are vulnerable. So that's the first thing, knowing us, uh, ourselves as sheep. But the second thing is knowing God as the shepherd. Do you know several times in the Bible God is actually very angry at shepherds? 
uh, that don't care for the sheep. So I'm going to read you, and I'm a shepherd here in, in this church, and, uh, but God is very, very angry at shepherds at times. So listen to what he says in Ezekiel 34. The word of the Lord came to me, son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. Prophesy and say to them, this is what the sovereign Lord says, woe to you shepherds of Israel who only take care of yourselves. Should not shepherds take care of the flock? You eat the curds, you clothe yourself with wool and slaughter the choice animals, but you do not take care of the flock. You have not strengthened the weak or healed those who are ill or bound up the injured and you have not brought back the strays or searched for the lost. You have ruled them harshly and brutally. And in Zechariah chapter 10 it says, My anger burns against the shepherds and I will punish the leaders. God has got this heart for sheep. And when he puts shepherds in charge that are making a mess and do not care for the sheep, he is angry and that is an expression of how much he loves the sheep. This is is what he says, actually, in Ezekiel 34. Listen to God's response to the hopeless shepherds. He says, For this is what the Sovereign Lord says, I myself will search for my sheep and look after them. I myself. I'm going to give up on all those hopeless, wretched shepherds, and I myself am going to do it. As a shepherd looks after his scattered flock when he is with them, so I will look after my sheep. I will rescue them from all the places that they are scattered on the day of the clouds of darkness, and I will, I will bring them from the nations. I will pasture them on the mountains of Israel. I myself will tend my sheep and make them lie down, declares the Lord. Because the Lord is the ultimate shepherd. He loves his sheep. What can we know uh, about God as shepherd? He searches and cares. He's just got, he sees sheep scattered all over the place. And in his heart, you might not care, I might not care, but God of heaven cares about sheep that are scattered. Do you remember what Jesus says? about leaving the 99 just to get the one. That is his heart. He just loves to find those that are scattered and to bring them back, to bring them back. For this is what the Sovereign Lord says, I myself will search, I will search, I will search for my sheep. In Isaiah 40, it says this, He tends his flock like a shepherd and he gathers the lambs in his arms and he carries them close to his heart. He gently leads those that have young. And so this is the picture. God, as a shepherd, finding the little lamb, tiny little lamb, and bringing the lamb up to his heart because it says that he carries them close to his heart. Now listen, this is the shepherd that we have in God. When we are broken, when we are weak, when we are lost, when we are helpless, he's the one that gathers us and gathers us into his arms. He cares for us. He gently leads those that have young. Are you broken? 
Are you just stumbling along? Are you fragile? You're just wondering how you're going to make it through. Then the shepherd that we have is a shepherd that cares for the weakest and the most vulnerable. Not only that, but he leads with strength and love. Ezekiel 34 says, I will bring them out from the nations and gather them from the countries and I will bring them to their own land. He, 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 he's the leader. He leads. He's like a shepherd with great strength. For example, he's the sovereign Lord. He's the sovereign Lord that comes with power and he rules with a mighty arm. But in Isaiah 40, it says that he tends his flock like a shepherd. So he leads. Yes, he's, he's incredibly tender and he lifts people up to his heart and carries them with great love. But he leads with tremendous strength and with great love. Not only does he lead with strength and love, but he searches and protects. As his shepherd looks after his scattered flocks and then he, when he is with them, so I will look after my sheep, I will rescue them from all the places where they are scattered. So he's a rescuing God. Imagine um, that there's people that are in great need, that are just about to fall prey to terrible, terrible danger. And God says, I am the shepherd that rescues. Are you here this morning and you're in great danger? But something could before you and that you'll be damaged or lost or be killed, then this is the shepherd that rescues, that comes to you to take you to be his. He protects because, because of the lions, because of our vulnerability. He protects because of the wolves that come and it's said in Acts chapter 20 that Annette read for us that fierce wolves will arrive and they will not spare the flock. They'll rip, they'll rip the sheep together to, to, to bits. And Paul is saying to the, the, the elders in Acts chapter 20, take care of the flock. Just take, they're bought with the blood of Christ. Take care of them. They'll be ripped to shreds by the wolves. Make sure you shoot the wolves. Because they'll rip the the, the sheep to bits. He's a God that rescues out of the lion's mouth. And he protects his sheep. And lastly, he feeds. Do you remember what? Do you remember Jesus coming across a group of people? and uh, And he sees them all. And this is what he says in Mark chapter 6. He says that he had compassion on them because they were like a sheep without a shepherd. They were sheep without a shepherd. So he began teaching them many things. Hmm. They were sheep without a shepherd. So what does he do? He begins teaching them. And the, the way the sheep are fed is by teaching. It's by teaching. There's a, there's, a, there's a soul nutrition that comes to our hearts 
when we have the teaching of Jesus uh, coming to our lives. In John chapter 10, Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. After all what we see for centuries and centuries in the Bible, God being angry with the shepherds, and God says, I will. I'm going I'm to forget all these hopeless, wretched shepherds, and I will, I will tend for my sheep. And then when Jesus comes as the Son of God, he makes a claim about himself, and he says, I am the good shepherd. Not only am I the good shepherd, but the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Do you know Jesus has come as the ultimate shepherd, as the good shepherd, and he lays down his life for his sheep. I have never, ever laid down my life for any one of my sheep, ever. I've preserved my life. But Jesus knows that, that his sheep are in such terrible danger, like horrible danger, that, that he actually comes and says, I will lay down my life. I will give. What he's doing when he's at the cross is he's lying down, laying down his life. Why? Because he's rescuing the sheep. <laughs> because the sheep are in such terrible danger. They will be destroyed. They will be lost. They will be scattered. They will perish. But he must lay down his life for his sheep. And so what God is doing in Christ when he sends his son on the cross is that he is laying his life down, gathering sheep in, seeking the lost. I am the good shepherd and I lay down my life for my sheep. Jesus Christ has laid down his life for you because of incredible love to snatch you out of danger and bring you into his fold to rescue and protect and love you. Lastly, number three, knowing where the gate is. Jesus says, even before Jesus says that I'm, I'm the good shepherd that lays down his life for the sheep, he says something else. He says, very truly I tell you, I am the gate. I'm the gate for the sheep. Do you know if um, the image here is that in those days there were these pens made out of stone and they, I think, were about that high and they had a cover over them and at night the shepherd would lead his sheep into these secure pens. And you'd, that, they would be secure there from the lions and the wolves. In the morning, he would lead them out to pasture. The shepherd would call them by name. And the sheep, he, I don't know whether you, you've ever seen this, but when I was um, younger, my mum used to have these little lambs. She'd feed them on the bottle. And they would get to know her voice. If I turned up, they would run for their lives from me. They, would not hear, they did not know that my voice. But when my mum called them, they would run to her. 
because they knew her voice. And, and Jesus says, my sheep know my voice and they follow me. They'll go wherever they, 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 wherever I go. When we become the sheep of God, when we come into the gate, we begin to know the Lord's voice. I'm not saying an audible voice, but we know where he's leading us. We're not hearing the the voice of those that are drawing us away to wickedness, drawing us to confusion and darkness. We're hearing the voice of the shepherd, the great shepherd. And Jesus says, I am the gate. What does that mean? Well, in those days when they came into this secure fold, there was a gate. And it said that sometimes the shepherd would lie himself down actually in the gate so that overnight no wolves could come in and destroy the sheep and no sheep could get out to go out and be lost. And the shepherd would actually be lying in the gate. And Jesus is saying, I am the gate. (laughs) If you want to be secure, you've got to come in through me. And I am the one that will protect you. I'm the gate. If you want life, if you want strength, if you want pasture and provision, then I'm the gate. Come in. Come in. And through Jesus dying on the cross and rising again, he is the gate. He's the way to come in. And the the offer is very, very wide. If you would come in, if you want security, if you want protection, if you want his shepherding care, and he will not let anything touch you once you're one his his sheep. I'm not saying we won't suffer in this world. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying that your life, your eternal life, will be totally secure. He is the shepherd and he is the gate. Jesus says, I have other sheep that are not of this sheepfold. I must bring them in also. They too will listen to my voice and there shall be one flock and one shepherd. And I just want to finish with this. I have other sheep that are not of this sheepfold. I must bring them also. On Jesus' heart is other sheep. He's talking to the people of Israel. They are one kind of sheepfold. They, 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 they are his people. But, but his, in his mind, that's not enough. <laughs> I am the shepherd, not just of the people of Israel, but I've got other sheep of other nations that live in other times. And he's got us in mind. He's bringing people from all nations so that there will be one flock and one shepherd. Jesus is the way and the truth and the life he, by him only do we come into a knowledge of the Father. And, he, and he's bringing one shepherd. One, he's one shepherd. He's making one flock. And so I'll tell you what's been burdening my heart as I have been looking at this. And it's this. And it's not... It's a heavy thing for me, actually. I'm not... It's a heavy thing for me because we're here 
Many of us are already believers and we're here. But there's many that are not in in the pen. They're not in the paddock and they're in terrible danger, like terrible danger. And I know that you've got family members and friends that you are longing to know this shepherd. And I I look around Wagga, not only around Wagga but beyond, but when I look at Wagga and I see young kids that they don't even think that their life's worth living and they are living lives that are just so, so dangerous. They're in darkness and it's really, really dangerous. And what is on Jesus' heart is that there's sheep that have got to come in. They've got to come in. They've got to be brought in. They're lost. And, and, and God is saying, oh, that they, I'm providing my son that others could come in. And so what's on my mind is that I need to do better and we need to do better. But um, on people knowing the gate, it's just so crucial that people know the gate the gate to safety, the gate to salvation. It's not okay that they're outside. It's not okay that they are perishing and in such terrible danger because God has sent a shepherd, um, the great shepherd, the Lord Jesus, and anyone that would come in, they cannot be snatched out of his hands. They're secure. So I'm encouraging you to pray with me how we can do better to help People find this gate. Need to find the gate. Need to find the Lord Jesus so that they would be secure uh, and know his love and eternal safety. It's really, really important. Let me pray and then we'll sing. Lord, I'm... As, as a pastor that's a shepherd, Lord, I'm acknowledging my failure, Lord, to, to seek the lost and to strengthen the weak, uh, those that are outside. And, Lord, just asking for your help because you're the great shepherd and we're just sheep loved by you and treasured by you. But would you somehow help us know how to find people, how to help people find their way out of darkness and come in through the gate to safety and life? Yeah, please, Lord, help us. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.